0: So, start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com/slash people today.
1: Thanks to everyone who supports independent tech news directly. If you're not already, become a DTS member right now at patreon.com/slash DTNS. This is the Daily Tech News for Thursday, December 13th, 2018, in Los Angeles. I'm Tom Merritt.
2: And from Studio Feline, I'm Sarah Lane.
0: From Oakland, California, I'm Justin Robert Young. And from a location
1: that's undisclosed, I'm producer Roger Chang. Except if you've listened to previous episodes, it's been... Ooh. Don't
3: ruin it. Uh, <laughs> hey,
1: you know what? Uh, this is a time of year when a lot of people are hiding behind their screens. Uh, try to get away from family or to just keep up on family events or all kinds of things. And of course, screen time has been a huge area of focus for criticism of and defense by phone makers and a lot of other technology makers. We're going to talk about ourselves, not you, but are we guilty of this? We're going to turn the light back on us. The judges shall be judged on this episode. Let's start with a few other tech things you should know.
2: some more screen news of sorts. Samsung announced it will show off two versions of its Notebook 9 pen at CES. The fingerprint sensor has shifted to an easier place to use without hitting arrow keys. Either of its two Thunderbolt 3 ports can be used for charging now, but it only has one USB-C 3.1 port, a micro SD card reader, and an audio combo jack. No HDMI and no USB-C-A. The 15-inch device will include NVIDIA GeForce MX150 graphics card, although no price scene was announced for either that or the 13-inch model.
0: Google's Family Link app for parental control on Android phones now works on Chromebooks. Parents can whitelist apps and websites, set screen time limits, remotely locked devices, and monitor usage
1: and qualcomm filed a request with chinese courts to ban the current round of iphones that's the 10r the 10s the 10s max if you recall a chinese court ruled monday that the older versions of iphones from like the 6 through the 10 violated two patents from qualcomm and banned the sale of those. although apple has continued selling them arguing the latest version of ios does not Infringe those patents and round and round the patent wars go between (laughs) Apple and Qualcomm. Let's talk about some peace though being declared, Justin. Mm -hmm. Back in 2015, Amazon removed
0: the Chromecast from its online store, saying its new rule was to only sell streaming devices that supported Amazon's own Prime Video. But today, Chromecasts are back. A year after Amazon announced it would change course and sell them again. Third gen Chromecast and Chromecast Ultra sell for $35 and $69 retrospectively with prime shipping discounts available.
2: Well, you know, a lot of people cried fell about this back in the day because Amazon said, well, you know, it's got to have prime video because that's, you know, that's our thing. But Amazon can dictate where prime video goes. So folks were saying, well, it's not so much that the Chromecast is not capable of doing that. It absolutely is. You just want to sell more fire sticks. Yeah.
1: Takes two to tango, right? If Amazon right. doesn't make an app for the Chromecast uh, th- or make its app work with the Chromecast, then <laughs> Chromecast can't do anything about it. On the other hand, yeah. Amazon could enable that. And then Chromecast, say, nah, we want to block it. Uh, that's not what happened, but I'm just saying, it does take two to tango here. Chromecast seems to have always been willing to do this. Now, Chromecast selling in the Amazon store is different than Prime Video working with, with Chromecast. As far as I know, the Prime Video app still does not have a Chromecast button. We'll see if that eventually changes.
0: And between 2015 and 2018, there's been a marked uptick in people saying things like, monopoly. Anti-competitive behavior mm. uh, about companies like Amazon and Google. These are big decisions that they need to make sure that they stay on the right side of. It is not a question of 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 if; it is a question of when there becomes more political viability in looking to challenge the holdings of the Fang companies.
1: So there, I, I'm, I'm when you say that I'm imagining the the conversation in the halls of Amazon between sarah prime video and uh uh laura corporate law <laughs> attorney yeah. and sarah's like come on no i need to put more pressure on the chromecast and laura attorney is like you know we just we just can't let you do this anymore sarah i'm real i'm real sorry i
2: do Any- sarah i'm
1: sorry <laughs> it, it could be
2: i was like is it me like billy oh, okay. jean
1: sorry, sorry. I, yeah that was a bad pick <laughs>
2: Apple announced it will build a $1 billion campus in Austin, Texas, Roof. and build extra offices, build out a new office space anyway, in Seattle, San Diego, and the Los Angeles area. Almost a year ago, Apple said it was going to look for locations outside of both California and Texas. Those are the two states where most of its employees' work. The new Austin campus is a 133-acre site, roughly a mile from an existing site. Well, that's still in Texas. It will support 5,000 additional employees with the possibility to expand to 15,000 workers eventually. Meanwhile, CNBC is reporting that Apple hired almost 50 medical doctors to find answers to real medical problems and use Apple tools to help people deal with them.
1: So it's our (laughs) Apple report of the day here. Um, On the one hand, we've got Apple with their own take on the Amazon HQ, they didn't get the tax breaks for these things that Amazon did by doing like a big publicity uh, a blitz. Yeah. Uh, but what their aim was, wasn't that so much as showing how many jobs they're bringing to America right now. And and that's what they're going to be able to, to point to with these expansions.
0: Sure. Uh, obviously Austin is its own, uh, exp- has its own exploding tech sector and, you know, the, the existence of these jobs is something that will continue to be both a boon and a controversial topic whenever we, we discuss them. Uh, I think uh, Austin specifically for as somebody who spent a fair amount of time there recently has exploded population wise, and it is very much straining under that pressure. You know, the, the, the traffic is really, really bad and some of the infrastructure is not quite there for it. But then on the other side. When Amazon moves to New York City and Washington, D.C., which is a big city that theoretically could get bigger, now the problem is, no, you should have moved it to someplace that doesn't have these kinds of jobs here uh, uh, to be had. So I think this this, this makes sense for Apple, but uh, to your point, Tom, I think it's good they kept it a little quiet.
1: Um, yeah. And and there were 6,200 jobs in Austin already. So this is just taking something that was already big and saying, hey, we're, we're going to expand. Uh, it's kind of a natural thing for a company that is vying to be the biggest valued company in the world yeah. to do. You you would expect that. Uh, hiring on the medical doctors, though, and, and keeping medical doctors <laughs> employed, really interesting because – it's an example of Apple saying, let's do something because we think it will have the result we want in our products, which is let's, let's just fund doctors to do stuff. And I feel like that's kind of what they're doing with music as well. When they buy a label, like let's fund musicians, let's fund doctors, let's fund journalists. They hired a bunch of journalists to work on their news app. Let's hire the people who do the thing that feeds our features. It's an interesting tactic yeah. that only oh. someone with an Apple amount of cash could do.
2: Well, especially if you think about some of the new features that Apple Watch version 4 has, for example. You know, you got a heart murmur. Well, mm. the watch might be able to tell you that. Okay, well, what if there's some sort of discrepancy? And Apple has a doctor that is employed by the company who has great credentials and is able to, you know, provide more information about that or or, or maybe squelch a, um, a, an issue. It is odd to me um, that uh, that that Apple has hired... I don't know, upwards of 50 doctors. Um, and I'm sure they're in, um, in various uh, different fields. But, um, but yeah, it seems to be something that they're, um, they're going uh, pretty deep into.
0: I, I, would, I would say that, that uh, your, your, your heart uh, monitor point is kind of what they're looking for is, is hey, look, th- this was a big thing. It got a lot of great press. Uh, it Certainly it sold me a watch because I bought one for my father-in-law who has, who has heart problems. So uh, they want more of that. Like, hey, uh, this iPad, uh, what can it do for your diabetes? (laughs) It'll
2: save your (laughs) life. Get on it. No,
1: exactly. (laughs) They want to be able to say their devices are saving lives uh, more and more often. Time for a browser update. Uh, Privacy-focused browser Brave has joined Vivaldi, Opera, Google, Chrome, and soon Microsoft Edge in migrating to Chromium. Most of its user base has made the switch already and it says you should see a 22% speed boost. Previously, Brave did use the Chromium page rendering engine, but that was it. Uh, They've now transferred on to the whole platform. Brave users will be able to use Chrome extensions, but they will not get access to integrated Google-based features like account login, sync, and search suggestions because they are privacy-based. Also, Opera announced in a public release of its Web3-ready Android browser. It's got its built-in cryptocurrency wallet, so you can download that for Android now. It supports Ether and any token using ethereum's erc 20 standard as well as collectibles like CryptoKitties, they use the erc 721 standard
0: so uh, this is something that uh, I- i've certainly noticed the trend but it-, it seems you know overwhelming at this point that chromium has kind of just become the new standard in web browsers
1: right like, yeah, and we we talked about it when Microsoft officially announced that they are switching to Chromium. I both love and hate this. I wish everyone was switching to Mozilla's platform because that is a true open source foundation accountable to no one. Chromium is open source. I'm not not trying to undermine that, but it is controlled by Google. Uh, I, I, I think the more of these companies that get on the Chromium platform, though, the more pressure there will be for Google to stay out of it. Uh, yeah. To, to sort of... Maybe even eventually spin it off into a more independent foundation that isn't so dependent on Google. And you, you could see the equivalent of a hostile takeover by Microsoft happening at some point in the future, possibly, as if they just put more and more people working on this browser.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it is just kind of fascinating, though, that that uh, sort of took that uh, that stance, although this has been a a very uh, profitable thing for Google in the past. Right. With yeah. with Android being open source.
1: Well, we we got all kinds of roundups. We've got an Apple roundup. We've had a browser yeah. roundup. We got another one.
0: Oh, Tom, it's time for a food delivery roundup. Instacart will start removing uh 1415 workers out of 76 whole food locations in February a source tells recode that it will reduce Instacart's revenue by less than 5% in the last year and a half Instacart has signed on with Kroger, Aldi, Sam's Club and Walmart Canada and Postmates VP of Robotics Ali Kashani has led an uh, effort to design and build his own delivery robot called Serve Wired has a profile on it. It's about a meter high and it has an anthropomorphic face, uh, including blinking eyes, a touch screen on top for status messages and LEDs around its body so it can uh, that it can use the signal which way it intends to go. Postmates plans to use it to pick up and deliver either end of a trip while a car takes it from place to place. Delivery will begin in Los Angeles.
2: I don't know. We keep hearing about these like wasn't Amazon going to have a bunch of delivery robots all over the sidewalks and we all talked about this about a year ago like oh and people are going no, to face them.
1: Starship. Oh, I hate it when Amazon gets everybody's mind share with their publicity stunts. They it, Amazon made a video once, never did anything. Starship has been out there actually delivering things on their robots. In the United States, in Estonia, in the United Kingdom. Uh, But now we're actually seeing a real competitor in Postmates coming up uh, against it. Uh, And Amazon, yeah, I mean, they pretend to Well, all right. Okay. Uh,
2: I have not seen a Starship robot. Uh, Doesn't mean that they're not, uh, um, um, you know, out and about in the world, um, you know, on the Estonian streets. but. But uh, you know, the Postmates thing is interesting because, as as somebody who um is very fond of her food delivery, and I use Postmates sometimes, I use Uber Eats, Depends on uh, where I'm getting it from and and what the prices are. But uh, the um, you know, if you see somebody who's delivering your food. And they're on a bicycle rather than a car because you can see that within the app. You know, half the time I'm like, oh, man, now it's going to come cold. Um, So (laughs) this sort of thing is it it really matters what this whole kind of last mile is because it does make sense that the car would probably do the lion's share of the delivery. So where is this AI robot? I, think, I
1: No, I think this is genius. So so the robot gets dropped off, dropped off by a driver at a restaurant to do the waiting. That driver goes on to something else. They're done. Uh, the robot waits uh, instead of a bunch of people waiting. The robot waits for the food to be put into it. As soon as it gets the food, it signals the nearest driver to come get it and drive it to the drop-off place. Then, Got it. then the robot gets out and delivers the food to you. That driver can go on to something else. And then as soon as you've taken the food out, it calls the nearest driver to come get it. So instead of drivers wasting a bunch of gas looking for parking uh, okay. or, or just wasting a lot of time sitting around when they could be making other deliveries, it, it puts some efficiency in the system, I think. I'm 100% for
0: this. If this robot can take... My food up to my apartment instead of calling me and making me come downstairs. Yeah, I don't think oh, it's gonna yeah, do If a
2: robot can get up my stairs, Uh, well, Postmates deserves. All the
1: money
0: and all, <laughs> I mean, I got an <laughs> elevator. Oh, you, you, you just got to get into the door. So.
2: My my big question
1: before we leave this topic is: is this the future for Instacart? Because remember, Postmates does lots of things. It doesn't just do restaurants. Uh, it can do groceries as well could it get yeah. so efficient could these robots scale up they'd have to scale up a little to give instacart a run for its money delivering food i don't know if i have the answer it's just something I'm thinking I, I, about. i'd like to see them actually in use first before we start having them take the, the starship ones were definitely in use in dc BioCOW used one in redwood city uh so so they've been there
0: i am not I'm, they're yes. not everywhere I know. yes and yeah. uh, uh let's do it in the playoffs
2: uh, before we move on, I, I just a little note on Instacart. Um Clearly, when Amazon bought Whole Foods, the Instacart situation was was not long for this world. Yeah, but I was I was um I I was surprised um, to hear that this would supposedly impact Instacart's bottom line by less than five percent. Uh, I believed the Instacart Whole Foods relationship was was the only one that I knew of that Instacart had. Although clearly there are others. I
1: think I said at least I'd like to imagine. I said at the time that. All the other grocery stores are going to be as scared as Whole Foods is, as Instacart is, of losing Whole Foods, and they'll all team up. And maybe that will be Instacart's salvation. And it seems like that has happened. Well, there's a
2: prediction show coming up, Tom.
3: <laughs>
2: Stock trading app Robinhood launched zero-free 3% interest checking and savings accounts, claiming that it has more U.S. ATM coverage than the five biggest banks combined. That's like B of A and Wells Fargo and the like. The card is a MasterCard debit card, and it's issued through Sutton Bank and starts shipping on December 18th.
1: That's a genius. Uh, this Robinhood company is either going to crash out horribly uh, or, or, or be the thing that everybody else should have been doing while it was doing it because no, no cost transactions on stocks was a big deal. And their mm-hmm. premise had always been, we're lean. We're leaner than E-Trade, Scottrade, you know, Scottrade isn't around anymore, but DD Ameritrade, any of those places, uh, which is why we don't have to charge you fees. We'll just make money on the interest. Now they're saying the same thing about banks. They're saying they've got a little bit of a deal with MasterCard. Will they share some of that revenue? Uh, but they're mostly saying we're we're lean uh and, and we'll make money off of reinvesting in the savings just like any other bank. Uh, yeah. but we only have a few hundred employees and that's all we need because we don't have branches. Yeah. I
0: mean, look, I I think that this is Oftentimes when you talk about disruption, which has become such a buzzword, I, I don't know exactly how much it means anymore, but the to me, it is how few people do we need to do something, how radically can we do it, and how much does our success redefine the market around us, and with, with the other idea being, okay, if everything is inefficient, then the change will be more thunderous than it would be if it's in if it if it is an efficient business and i think that you know stock trading and stuff like that has been a fairly static stable kind of uh, industry largely because you don't want radical crazy things happening when you're talking about investing your money right in general the brands that we trust they have commercials during golf and they involve uh, a a, a wealthy older (laughs) couple talking about their grandchildren, right? Like the very marks of, of, of stability. So I'm
1: sorry, Justin, I couldn't hear all those reasonable things you were saying over the 3% interest I'll get not only on savings, but also on checking.
0: Yeah, no, it's great. I, I think that that's, that's really, really smart. And, and, I think that that we are kind of long overdue for this kind of thinking when it comes to banking. I mean, look, I, I remember I switched to Ally literally just because they promised that they would just reimburse all my ATM fees yeah, because yeah. they don't have ATMs. And my it's credit like
1: Union does that too.
0: It's that Huge. little thing where it's like, oh wow, like uh, you know, I can get this. I can get a decent interest rate, and I can have something that affects me. On a daily basis, 3% interest is a very, very, very good number.
1: Now, BioCow in our chat room who works in the industry says, I'd like to see what ATM networks they support. I imagine that he knows there would be a way to claim they have more coverage and still not have very good coverage. Right.
2: right. Is it MasterCard's coverage yeah. or something right. like that? And I think, Tom, your point is, yeah, d- does this whole thing, you know, spectacularly flame out because it's, t- it's too good to be true? Uh, d- is is it is it too hard to get... I don't know, normal person who just wants their money to be safe in an institution that they've heard of and has been around for a century, um, you know, to switch over to a company where it might sound really good now, but are they going to be around in five to 10 years? Which would be one of my concerns as well.
1: I mean, robinhood has been around for longer than I thought they'd be. I heard yeah. about them a couple of years ago from, from a friend yeah. of mine. Um, and I didn't think they'd still be going and here they are. So who knows? Uh, So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch.
0: $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com.
3: The Claude three model family from Anthropic is your one-stop shop for enterprise AI. With models at every point on the price-performance curve, you no longer have to make trade-offs between intelligence, speed, and cost.
1: From local markets to global retailers, Stripe helped me expand my reach and grow my business with ease. To learn how Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe can help grow your revenue and reach, visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone. he's going to look into this for us. So hopefully uh, if he Good. finds anything, pass it The along. cow is on the case. We'll pass it Thanks, along man. to you. Folks, if you want to get all the tech headlines each day in about five minutes, be sure to subscribe to Daily Tech Headlines. Dot com. Now, this is a press release news story. I just want to make it clear. We wouldn't normally cover this, but it made me think about something. So I'm going to tell you about it anyway. I saw the story that Vitamin Water is running a contest where it'll give someone, one person, $100,000 if they can go all year without using a smartphone or a tablet. Uh, they'll give them a 1996-era cell phone. And if they can be verified that they haven't touched a smartphone or tablet, theirs or anyone else's, they'll get $100,000. If after six months, they just can't stand it anymore, they'll still get $10,000. And only one contestant is going to be chosen January 22nd. But that made me think, man, this has become a marketing tool for companies. Like, hey, we all know we should cut down on our screen time. uh, And we all know it's really hard to do. I will will give you $100,000 if you do it. And so instead of just talking about like, hey, how bad is it that, that people have screen time issues? I wanted us to be introspective here on this show ourselves and play along at home if you'd like. Do you think you have a screen time problem? Because the problem with anything like this is usually going, yeah, people need to cut down on that. Of course, I don't have that problem. Sure. Justin, let's start with you. How do you think you fare with your screen time addiction? Well, Tom... Uh, what do you say we just go to the numbers? Uh, uh,
0: I, will, uh, I will, I will, I uh, will uh, show you yours. If you show, me you're what.
1: a C on the DISC personality assessment test. I see. All
0: right, here we go. This, uh, uh, according to my iPhone, for the last seven days, a progressive rolling jackpot of five hours twenty two minutes per day.
2: What? What? Yes,
1: over five, the last five hours twenty two minutes per day. Sarah, you you were surprised at the amount. Up or down? Would...
2: I'm one hour thirty four minutes per day. Oh yeah. yeah. Those Although are, those I am are... on my computer a lot. Those so. are rookie numbers.
0: <laughs> we need to get those numbers up.
2: Yeah, <laughs> no, well, because I was like, oh god, you know, I'm spending an hour and a half looking at my phone every day. Yeah. Please, Sarah. But five I have hour. You know, that you're ju- you're just doing a lot more on your phone than I am. Oh, okay. I, was okay. sitting I thought sitting in front I, of my laptop.
1: I thought I was real good. <laughs> I'm right here in the middle of you both. Three hours and nine minutes per day.
0: No, look, my, my my phone is the gateway to my entire life. Uh, you know, I think screen time is something that is is a very very tricky thing to talk about, and obviously there are a uh, very clear examples of where this can be harmful in younger developing minds. Uh, mm-hmm. I think that there is a a tendency Problems
2: with to- insomnia. Mm-hmm. Sure, there, there, there you know, are
0: there are those elements there. However, I do think it that it is at its heart a misleading statistic because there is a difference between farting around on your phone, which is something that I definitely do quite a bit and doing business on my phone, which I also do quite a bit. Yeah. You know, so says
1: every addict about the thing they don't want to give up though. Well, but all right. So, so look, I have, what's your uh, most used app, Instagram, Twitter, and it's,
2: it's, it's, and it's embarrassing too, because it's like, okay, well I'm averaging 54 pickups, picking up my phone per day, most of those are going to Instagram. So even though, yes, there is work being done on my phone. Absolutely. Although I really do prefer to sit in front of my laptop for most things um, when I'm just kind of doing my Monday through Friday work. Clearly on my phone, I'm not really doing that much work because that speaks for themselves. This is interesting. I have 50
1: pickups per day, but Mm. I have significantly more time spent.
0: Oh, yeah. I have 128 pickups per day. That's that's a lot.
2: Justin Robert Young. I'm and I saying. think
1: pickups pickups. I mean, you, you have to figure screen time in there, too. But I think pickups yeah. is one of the things where it causes stress because you're like, pick up. Look, look, look. Oh, interrupt. 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 You know what I mean?
0: I mean, I don't end the, the vast majority of my day by myself. Like, me you know, too.
2: Yeah, but I guess me that's, too.
0: Yeah, then again, I guess we all do.
2: <laughs> I have a problem. I sit alone with my animals. all yeah. day.
1: <laughs> you have this birds. Is
2: we a have dogs. Really and episode of the show. Yeah. Oh my god! <laughs> I mean. But, well, but I also think that this is misleading um, because, you know, I'm I'm giving you a hard time. You're just better at mobile than I am getting things done. Um, You know, sitting in front of a computer is not being counted into all this stuff. I'm certainly better at
0: Twitter uh, as I've spent 10 hours and seven minutes over the past seven days on Twitter. Justin
2: Robert Young. I love
1: Twitter. I spent an hour 31 minutes on Twitter over the past seven days.
2: Oh Oh, man, I have spent very little time. In fact, I've been actively avoiding Twitter uh, these days because it just—I don't know—it's soul crushing. But I'm looking at some of the apps that I don't even want to name. Some of them, I'm like, Sarah, you need to get out.
1: I will put it out there. I'm not. I I am ashamed, but I'll put it out there. My number (laughs) one app is Pocket Camp, the Animal Crossing game. Okay. Uh, my phone. Well, I thought
2: is... you meant Pocket Cast. No, no, Pocket Camp. No, no, to... Pocket
1: Camp. Four hours and thirty minutes on Pocket Camp because the phone for me is a deal with a emergency and or relax and entertain myself um, device. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So Pocket right. Camp is number one. Number two is Feedly because I use this to look at the RSS feeds when I'm preparing for the show quite often. Yeah. Then Safari, which is probably. Committing with that, then Twitter, then BBC News, which is my news source every morning, hour and twenty five minutes. Amazon because it's Christmas time, and then Utah, which I just installed last week because I'm teaching myself a, a foreign language on there. Um, so I, I, I look at these and I'm like, yeah, I think that's all all okay.
0: Yeah. Uh, so mine are, uh, this is, this is the, the, the top 10 here, uh, Twitter at 10 hours, seven minutes. These are, these are a week, a week's worth of statistics. Uh, Safari, four hours, four and a half hours, Shopify, three hours. Oh work, yeah. Solid three hours of work that I spent on Shopify, uh, Hearthstone two and a half <laughs> messages, two and a half, uh, uh, Instagram an hour and a half. Yeah. And then they get into,
2: wow, you know, messages? what's most interesting in my stats and, it's funny i've i we've had this feature but i really haven't looked at it in great detail until we decided to to all do this on the show today um i am very anti-notification i have notifications turned off for almost everything because Mm -hmm. i just can't Mm -hmm. stand it yeah Yeah. and i I do find it very distracting however that being said uh i average around 109 (gasps) notifications per day oh man now it doesn't mean that i'm you know I'm, uh, you know, if I get an Instagram notification that somebody DM'd me, like I'm not necessarily always going in there, but that's mean a stress that inducer. A, you know, triggering an action necessarily, yeah. but, but it, but it is there. And, and that surprises me because I like to pride myself on, oh yeah, notifications are always turned off. I just do stuff on my own time, but yeah, that's no. not really
0: true. I have 227 notifications per
1: day to per day. Oh, wow. Per I, I have 53 per day well,
2: Tom, aren't you just so much better than Well, I, am. I lost in all the other categories. <laughs> <laughs> but
1: <laughs> <All> notifi- notifications <laughs> is the biggest cause of stress out of your phone. and yeah. This is what it yeah. goes
2: back to what I, I agree.
1: Because I, screen time doesn't mean the same thing, as Justin pointed out for everybody. Yeah. It's not just screen time. It's like, is that the kind of screen time that's causing stress? And I think this conversation is having a, a positive uh, effect by showing like, hey, you could have a lot of screen time, but low stress because of the way you're using it. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. so, and, and so,
0: so mo- most of my notifications are discord, uh, which I, I do need to kind of keep an eye on and tend to garden with the communities that we've created there. I probably could use less notifications in inbox, but you know, then WhatsApp as well. Cause we just started yeah. a new business.
1: Mine uh, are messages, yeah. Slack and Patreon. They're all work related. And then the NHL, <laughs> that's my number four. <laughs> you
2: know, my, 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 my I, I feel like there are certain times where I'm using my phone or a laptop or what computer of some kind um, to the point where I'm like, yeah, I got to get away from the screen. Um, And then there are other times where I, I, I feel, you know, I've been reading books and looking at nature and, you know, you know, it kind of depends on the day. However, I do find that, for example, I took my dog to the dog park yesterday and I just forgot my phone. I don't know. I left it on the table and didn't realize it until I was there. And I was already there. So I was going to be there for a while. And it was like, I had such a hard time just like, sitting there and like dealing with life without the phone just knowing that i didn't have it and that's the thing that gets me the most it's not so much that i needed it for anything it's just that as soon as i realized it wasn't there i was super stressed yeah I could not relax no I know what and mean. that's I that's a, a little weird that. yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, sure. uh, hey what one note on this vitamin water thing they said they want to give a 1996 cell phone the most popular cell phone in 1996 was the nokia 81. All right, eight thousand one hundred and ten, eighty-one ten. I don't 80 know. How you yeah, eighty-one ten, right? Which had the slide case. So, it was before, they went to the full candy bar. Mm. It had the slide case, just in case you were. Might be worth know, doing just like, for that. Buttons. Yeah, I had a, I had a 40,
2: Motorola 40, something 40, or other in nineteen ninety six. I had no phone. It, in it wasn't. Yeah. It was, yeah, there weren't, there weren't, not a lot of people had cell phones, and it was probably about four hundred pounds. Thanks to everybody who participates in our subreddit. Sometimes there are Nokia stories, and sometimes there aren't. You can submit your own stories and vote on them at dailytechnewsshow.reddit.com. If you hang out on Facebook, we'll hang out in our Facebook group. Why don't you? Facebook.com slash group slash dailytechnewsshow. What's in the mailbag, Sarah? Well, you know, uh, if, you, if you listen to um, DTNS, um, but you aren't familiar with Good Day Internet, which sort of wraps around DTNS mm-hmm. in its own candy case of sorts, um, <laughs> we got, we got um, a, re- a real nice email um, from Hal who said, if you don't listen to GDI, just take my word for it. Thank you so much for entertaining and brightening the day of this lone desktop warrior. Always upbeat, friendly, and clean banter. And then I get informed. What a daily pleasure. Aw. Not to toot our own horn too much, but I thought, well, that was real nice. Thank you, Hal. Yes. And thank you also to Justin Robert Young for being with us today. Two days in a row, in fact. Well, I guess I'm Mm
1: -hmm. a little out of order. Never mind. One of those days is coming up at the end of December, but yes.
2: (laughs) What's been going on since we saw you last week, Justin?
0: Oh, Sarah, I'm so glad you asked. (laughs) Uh, uh, Folks, I've been, you know, of course, uh, staying on my political grind with the uh, Politics, Politics, Politics podcast. And... My free political newsletter at freepoliticalnewsletter.com. So uh, you can go ahead and sign up for both there. Uh, a new episode yesterday talking about all of the craziness that is currently going on with the Mueller investigation and. Uh, some international flair as Europe is uh, uh going through some things. They are in their feeling, as the kids say.
1: <laughs> mm. And uh, a Macron pole dance as well. So there is, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: We, we we go we go across the pond for and and a, a, a prime minister, no, a president, a Emmanuel Macron, a presidential approval pole dance.
1: Yeah. Check it out, folks. Uh, Freepoliticalnewsletter.com makes my day brighter. It can make your days brighter, too. Also, if you're an associate producer of patreon.com slash DTNS, you've got a new column from me encouraging you to declare notification bankruptcy. If all this talk about screen time got you like, I need to do something, uh, I've got a plan for you to, to manage your notifications. Check it out. It's at patreon.com slash DTNS.
2: If you've got feedback for us, well, we've got an email address for you, and that is feedback at dailytechnewsshow.com. We're also live Monday through Friday. Join us if you can, 4 30 p.m. Eastern, 2130 UTC, and find out more at dailytechnewsshow.com slash live. Back tomorrow with Nosilla Casts,
1: Allison Sheridan. Talk to you then. Woohoo!
3: This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Get more at frogpants.com.
0: Diamond Club hopes you have enjoyed this program. <laughs> Hi, this is Janice Torres from Yo Quiero Dinero. From a local business to a global corporation, partnering with Bank of America gives your operation access to exclusive digital tools, award-winning insights, and business solutions so powerful, you'll make every move matter. Visit bankofamerica.com slash bankingforbusiness to learn more. What would you like the power to do? Bank of America N.A. Copyright 2024.
3: When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com.